And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. You looked me over and I guess you thought I was all right. All right in a sort of a limited way for an all I always let Trey go, Nick, she but said, I never I let Paul Simon go. Sometimes you have to. I said, Who am I to blow yeah, all right. I was actually just thinking about Paul Simon this morning. He knows what he knows, Paul. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why, but for some reason that mother and child reunion song is stuck in my head, and it's not like I even heard it in the last like couple of years, and I don't even know the lyrics, the correct I, lyrics. I want to. Where are they now? On the women going. What a bizarre song, uh, but a beautiful song. Let it be known as the Final Four podcast. The Final Four podcast on the it's eve of the Final Four. Podcast. Also, the Spring Break podcast, the 11 Days in Between podcasts podcasts. Womp womp. But you'll get it, and uh, we'll give it to you. on the Smoker podcast. There's a lot going on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, folks. Well, welcome once again to we the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. We a lot of time. We don't have a lot of time now, Nick, so let's get right to it. This is episode 204 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast coming to you Final Four weekend. I am going to start the bidding, Nick, with a general knowledge question fired right at you because I am locked and loaded this week. I have a lot more, a lot more good trivia. But what once popular clothing item was sold to include emergency change to make phone calls? What once popular clothing item was sold with a uh, was sold to include emergency change to make a phone call? Well, you say once popular. Once popular. I, I was thinking jeans would be maybe something like that, but uh, that's not. That's still popular. That is still popular. Emergency change to make a phone call. What could this possibly be? Um, I, I'm getting nothing. Okay. Nothing is ringing in the old ears here. Well, here's the um, here's the uh, clue that I'll give you. Okay, a phone call used to cost two cents. Aha! 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 <laughs> See, when I'm thinking of a phone call. I'm thinking of a quarter. Sure. But when you give me the two cents, 
I'm going to go with Penny Loafer. The Penny Loafer, Nick. Yes, if you ever wondered why it holds the space for two pennies in the Penny Loafer, it was sold to include emergency change for a phone call. What a gimmick. What a gimmick. Buy your shoes. Better. What, what, do, what does Fish always say? Whatever you do. Take care of your shoes. That's exactly right. They will take care of you, especially if those shoes are penny loafers, Nick. What well, do you have for me? The penny loafer is no longer any good. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be looking for the penny loafer. Why not? You could still stick. You could probably stick two quarters in them. I'm sure they expanded. Of course, I don't know where you would find a payphone. That's a different problem. Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. Who the hell? And that was in the 2000s. I'd assume that's probably still not there. Well, actually, I think I know where there might be a payphone. You do? Yeah, and we get we could have a chance here to plug one of our sponsors. Oh, where? The uniform place. Action uniform? No, isn't it uh this and that? They were sold to Action Uniform? Oh, Action Uniform. Thank you. <laughs> yes. A Announcing shout out to Kathy Flynn. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We Perhaps. don't know. Perhaps. Um, I don't know if they. I don't know if they have a payphone or not, but uh, I, I do know that the oh, odds of you being. Oh, across, across the, street? the street. From Action Uniform, there is a red building. I believe there might be a hairdresser in there of some sort. <laughs> and that red building has a payphone. I re- I was sitting at that light, and I remember being like. Now I know where the closest payphone is. A, I doubt it works. B, the odds of you being in proximity to said payphone when needing it, very small. See, that was the thing about payphones. They used to be everywhere, Nick. Now they are nowhere. All right, let's uh, move on. What do you got for me? Uh, You know my favorite types of general knowledge when I can bring the worlds of two things together. And then I'm going to do it right now. Uh, I'm going to give it to you first without the clue. So you can really flash your uh, genius. But uh, the clue hopefully will help you there. The clue the audience will be getting, by the way. All right. January 30th, 1972 is known by what name in Ireland? The date of January 30th, 1972 is known by what name? Was that Bloody Sunday? In Ireland. Got it. Bloody Sunday. Yeah. It's not we a happy. didn't even need the clue what U2 song title. Yeah, no. Is known. Yeah, I know. In it's, Ireland. It's not a It's not a happy. <laughs> that's not a happy time period to to go on to. Um well, history, so I mean, you know. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. It's you, uh, gotta, you, you gotta learn. Gotta you gotta go, learn. Sometimes you gotta go home. Yeah, sometimes with uh history you gotta uh, you know take it with a grain of salt. Wow. Okay. I know you've always been. I know you, you've never been a fan when the answer is Hitler, because when the crowd cheers, you always bothered you. I had to stop putting those questions in, right? Yeah. No question. Um, all right. I have a food question for you, Nick. Okay. If you Give put a- apples, celery, walnuts, raisins, and mayonnaise together, what do you make? Say it one more time. Apples, celery, walnuts, raisins with mayonnaise mixed in. That's what I thought you said the first time. I was going to say a mistake. Yep. Mm, clearly. 
that, that sounds horrible. I don't think I could think of five things that I would not want together <laughs> or throw them in that combination. Uh, I don't know, man. I would never eat that. It sounds horrible. That, my friend, is a Waldorf salad. Oh, uh, you know, I thought of that for a second, but wait, a Waldorf salad has mayonnaise on it? Yes, it does. I thought you would find that interesting. There's yeah, plenty of I... recipes you can get without mayonnaise, but you have to search at the original recipe, mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, for a second, I mean, I, I think it might have run through my mind, because I know that that's that awful salad with the walnuts and the apples and the... Yes. The, the Waldorf. What's uh? Are you famous for uh, being served at the Waldorf Astoria, I guess. I suppose so, and uh, they also had. Uh, what are the names of? Uh, is Waldorf one of the uh, Muppets? Sadler, Waldorf. Sadler. Sadler yeah. and Waldorf. Waldorf. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's Waldorf. That's that's what I think of when I think of Waldorf. I think of one of those guys, and I think they both look remind me of the Dukes from Trading Places. Yeah, I, the Dukes were probably modeled after those two, right? You would they're assume. Too, too close. Too close. And all four hilarious characters, by the way. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to sports, Nick. Charge. I have a gem. I have the best sports question of the 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 young month of April for you. Okay. <laughs> We've only done one. This is it. You, you go first. You go first. I only have one good one, so right. you're going to get it. Now, this one, sometimes we know sports questions, uh, they can change, right? Mm-hmm. They can change. But this one, this one will not change because of a, a new rule in the NFL. But can you name for me the only person to play on a 16-0 and team and a 15-1 and team? There's only one person to appear. On a 16-0 and team and a 15-1 and team. And, of course, now with a 17-game schedule, there won't be any more 15-1 and teams. All right. So the bait you're trying to get me to take is Brady, but he didn't ever go 15-1. and I know that for a fact. Definitely won 16-0. Oh. How about you? How about you knowing that for a fact? So, so who in God's name played on the Patriots when they went 16-0 and also went 15-1 and on a team? And there it is. Everybody else will just put Tom Brady, so he won't have to, they won't have to ponder. No. Are you happen to know that he didn't go 15-1? Yes, I keep do. you in the question would keep your team. So that's 16-0 and team, and who in the, the, the team that comes to mind, Nick, that went 15-1 and one is the Minnesota Vikings. Am I right? Yes, sir. All right. I'm getting closer. Larry Anderson here. Yep, yep. I and then they lost in the playoffs to the Giants, right? And they got an- annihilated. Right. <laughs> they got they destroyed. They lost like 40. Yeah. All right. Um, so who went from the pad? Randy Moss? You got it. Randy Moss. All right. Common link. Common link. Big time well Vikings done. Patriots. All right. There you go. Awesome. Good job. All right. Uh, so here it is. Here's my, my question of the year, Nick. The record for most points in a single final four game is held by what famous Ivy League basketball player? 
Bill Bradley. Yes, you got it. Oh, All over it. In the house. Princeton, 58 points in the final four in 1965 against Wichita State. I was going to, if I had said politician, basketball player turned politician, would you still have gotten it? I would have had no idea. Unless, oh, no, if you said politician, yeah. That would have been even easier. But the fact that you said Ivy League, it just put me right on him. But uh, I would not have known the answer had you had said, uh, if you had not said Ivy League, I would not have known. So that was the that was the linchpin for me there, bro. All right. That's a great get, Nick. What do you think of that record? That's a pretty good record, huh? Princeton in the house. Absolutely. New Jersey. Would have voted for him for president. I think we tried to get what involved with him at some point. Oh, you're young and idealistic. Yeah, I want to say, was it during the Bush? Was it when, like, before when Bush was running against McCain early on? It was like Bradley was in there a little bit before. I Bush think it was in the late McCain '90s before the, uh, Bush was the candidate. I think it was before. I think it was the primary against Gore. I think we liked him more than Gore. But okay, who knows? Right. All right, what you got? All right. Uh, we're doing sports here. We're doing sports. Okay. Uh, ten points each. Two answers. Bonus points available. If you could tell me the two baseball announcers famous for saying "Holy cow!" Who are the two baseball announcers famous for saying "Holy cow"? Phil Rizzuto. That's one. I knew you knew him growing up. Harry Carey. You got it. You knew Harry Carey said holy cow. Oh, absolutely. Or is that a guess? No, not at all. Okay. No, his, oh, okay. Uh, I, I've been to Harry Carey's Steakhouse in Chicago. There is literally a holy cow in in the lobby. Like, they have okay. a huge so helps, ceramic yeah. cow, and it says holy cow. <laughs> right. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So that- See, like for me, like growing up with Phil Rizzuto, obviously I think of him and Holy Cow, but I didn't realize he was not the originator of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, actually- I mean, I listened to Euchre, uh, man, opening day. The guy is as sharp as ever. He's in his 90s. It's freaking incredible. He calls a game like he did 30 years ago. It's just as crisp as clean and clean as, as any game you've ever heard him call. I mean, what, what a freaking joy. Ugh. Is he now number two all time? I mean, where does he rank? Yeah. yeah I, I don't think – I mean – Styles are different. Everybody reveres, you know, obviously, uh, 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 what uh, come on. Scully. Uh, yeah, Scully, Vince Scully. But, yeah, uh, so uh, uh, yeah. Scully, Scully's just different. Like, Euchre is the best formula, formulaic guy ever, but he's not the best storyteller in whatever. He, he gets some great ones in there, man. Like, I just, uh, I, I, I love Euchre. And, and plus, like, there's also a show that Euchre does off the air. That we don't get to hear, <laughs> right? With the cough button, over the many years oh, yeah, if you've ever that. heard about that, yeah. So, I uh, look at the yams on that one, maybe. Right, <laughs> right. So, in other words, like I'm picturing those things being said, even when they're not. So that makes it better for me. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to geography history, since we have to to brush through. And I only had that one Bill Bradley gem. Unless you got another one for me, uh, sports. But uh, I already gave you two. Yeah, yep, So that's good. Okay, geography history. Nick, I'm going to give you this within 10 years either direction. Within 10 years, what year did Illinois become part of the United States? Within 10 years? Within 10 years. Hmm. That doesn't seem altogether that fair. Um, 
Are you saying when did Illinois become a state or when did the land that Illinois is on? When did they become a state? When did they become a state? I will say 18. Am I still good? Yes. Okay. 18. 50. Five zero or one five? Five zero. Ah, oh, way too late. Way too late. Eighteen eighteen. <laughs> See, that's what I. That's what I, I. I think that's interesting. Is that Ohio was eighteen oh three? Do you think people realize how early that Midwest came into the Union? No, because there was no like like well, eighteen oh three was the Louisiana Purchase, so. I'm thinking if they just purchased that land in 1803, I wasn't thinking they were making states out of uh, yeah. the Midwest. I, I found that exceptionally early. I was surprised. Like yeah, Indiana. Indiana I, I came before Illinois. Indiana was 1816. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't have any marker to go on there. Should I make it 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, because that's a 40-year gap. Yeah, it makes it easier. All right. Uh, what do you got? Uh, let's see. I had something here, and I lost it. Turning pages. Um, okay. Can you tell me who the first czar of Russia was? Nicholas Nicholas the First. No. Yeah. I don't know. If that felt like... That felt Ivan right. the Terrible. Oh, okay. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. And Glad I, that I that guy had a stellar to- reputation. I would give you an extra ten if we could get the century. Ivan the Terrible. Oh my God! What the fourteen hundreds? Ah, just missed it. Fifteens. Fifteens. Okay. Yeah, it seems about right. I don't know a lot about Russian history. I know about Rasputin, Putin, and uh, you know communists. Oh my, Rasputin and Putin. And it doesn't seem like a lot of fun. Russian history it does not seem like a lot. Of fun. I'll tell you what, my favorite Russian moment easily is the the guy that owns that uh, that deli in the Pocono Mountains that let me store my RV there. And the day I went and cleaned it up and his entire family drank vodka from the porch and watched me vomit when I had to go inside and clean out that fridge that had spoiled. Yeah. And, and they were all toasting to me and laughing, and then they invited me up to drink. As if, like, the activity I wanted in the hot July heat after cleaning <laughs> right after cleaning a disgusting RV for four and a half hours and spraying formaldehyde everywhere was to take shots of vodka. I don't think that they differentiate in Russia between, like, when you drink vodka and when you don't. No, they clearly do not. <laughs> I, I can assure you that that was like a reward. They were looking at it like, oh, he's going to need some vodka after that. Um, all right, well. Nick, a May West on a World War II warship was what item? A life preserver. Yes, all over it. Nick knows how to ride the May West. <laughs> I remember seeing that in Latin. All right, uh, let's move on to entertainment. What do you say? All right, let's do it. Entertain me, Nick. Okay. Um, can't use that one. It's from last week. Uh, all right. Before marrying Ahmad in 1985, Felicia Rashad was married to the lead singer of what band? <laughs> That's awesome. So before marrying Ahmad in 85, 
Felicia Rashad was married to the lead singer of what band? Now, did you have any idea she had a previous marriage? Absolutely not. Right? I mean, our whole, so 85, so as long as we can remember, it was the Cosby Show. And, sure. Uh, I love well, her. Was there anybody out there she's, she's saying beautiful. Cosby was innocent more than Felicia and Ahmad Rashad? You know how much money they probably lost out on on syndication? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, he's innocent. You'd the hope 40, at this point that's not what they're thinking about. But... Like, he's innocent. Uh, um, Nick, anyway. Nick, assuming nefarious <laughs> motives for the, the Rashad family. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the let's get to this one because this is fantastic. The fact that uh, I got you with this one, Ooh, I'm smiling. This is good. I could almost go as full far could as it, saying I can give you like fifty guesses. Could it be like Rick James, like something like awesome like that, where you're just like, oh, it's awesome, it's awesome. Oh, okay, but not it's good awesome. Awesome. No, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Oh, okay, it's awesome the whole way. This is like, you're going to be like, what? Like Prince? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the lead singer of what band? Okay, right, right, right. You're making more of like individual artists. Right, right, right. Okay, so let's see. This is unbelievable. When I saw this, I was like, what? So is it a band that fits her or total fish out of water band? Like, no way type band for her. In other words. It's hard. It it absolutely, yes, fits her. but Like Greg Allman type stuff. Like is that? No, no, it's not Greg Oldman type stuff. Okay. It's not Greg Oldman type stuff. Not, 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 not that. But it's it's Casey in like the a, Sunshine Band. Tell me she right. married Casey. She was not married to Casey. Oh, good, thank God. We've seen what he does. I don't. I don't have a guess. I have no idea. When I first saw this, I was like, "Wait, that's impossible. That can't even be possible. How is that even possible?" And I, and I had to look it up, and I was like, wait, it's actually possible. Led Zeppelin? <laughs> the way you're saying this is like the most outrageous thing. The village people. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> now I see what you're saying. How is that <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, like, I know how the divorce is possible. <laughs> I don't know the backstory. <laughs> Um, wow. No, I did not know that. If you had bet me a million dollars that Felicia Rashad was married to a village person, I would have lost the bet. The lead singer of the village people. There is a lead singer of the village people? So this is what happened. The lead singer of the village people. Who is the lead singer? Is it the Indian, the cop? Who is (laughs) the guy? No, no. So let me tell you the story because I looked it it all up. Of course you did. Because you can't go with that without the story. and, And here's the story. The lead singer of the Village People is actually a gospel singer who was like hugely talented and just could never sort of get, you know, any big time fame. And he was discovered by one of those like same guy that discovered New Kids on the Block or whatever. And it was right as disco was getting huge. So they put a they put it. His name is Victor Willis. So they put like an ad in the paper and recruited all the cop and the Indian and the construction worker and all that from just to, to put around this guy and make him into a disco star. So he's a straight guy who was married to Felicia Rashad. They created that whole band around him. All of them were straight, I think. 
I, I, I don't I don't think it was them. I just think it was what that represented or how it got. I have no, no idea. I, what? Uh, okay, I assume that those were gay guys. Uh, I don't think that was the thought at the time. I just think it was like disco. <laughs> like I think what we thought, you know. Anyway, I, I I think that's very interesting that Felicia Rashard was married to the lead singer of the disco. That uh, <laughs> was about to say disco biscuits, <laughs> the lead singer of uh, the Village People. I cannot even fathom that. Like, um, but but you never answered the question though. Which one was he? Oh, he was the policeman or the naval officer. Sorry. Okay, that's yes, that's, that's what I <laughs> or or the naval officer, depending on the day, of course. Okay. Um, All right, uh, give me one more. Uh, Best thing. I actually had uh, I had two, but one of them was kind of eh. So we'll just go with this one. Nick, thank heavens for Dale Evans. Is the debut CD from what band? Thank heavens for Dale Evans. It's the debut CD from what band? Now, there is a clue that the rest of the public will get that you did not, keeping within our tradition. So when you want said clue, I will give you said clue. I really have nothing. Dale, Dale Evans has given me anything. Thank heavens for Dale Evans was the debut CD from what female band? Dixie Chicks. The Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Imagine right. out of every female band in the world, you were able to now narrow it down just by the word female I, being added there. For whatever reason, Dale Evans sounded like country to me, but I couldn't think of a country band, so I just said, I, I, I don't know. And then when you said female, it's like, boom, Dixie Chicks. Yep, that's their debut CD. Thank heavens boom, boom, for bang, bang. Happy Easter, everybody. Do you have a, uh, a favorite Dixie Chicks song, Nick, while, yeah. while I got gotcha? you? Yeah, Goodbye to Earl. Right and close. Oh, Goodbye to Earl. Yeah. Have we ever looked up the backstory of Goodbye to Earl? I mean, I have not. I assume that there's got to be something there. Maybe we'll have it for you in the next uh, Quizzo Trivia podcast, folks. So you have no uh, no further trivia for me? That's it for you for the entertainment side, or do you want to end? Happy this? Easter. I got a turkey on the smoker here. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. That is it for episode 204 right. of the Quizzo Trivia podcast. <laughs> we will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Eddie waited till he finished high school. He went to Hollywood, got a tattoo. He met a girl out there with the tattoo, too. They both could afford He found a nightclub He could work at the door She had a guitar And she taught him some chords The sky was the limit Into the grave 
Oh, 